Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. This week on the Get Ready for the Future show, we're talking retirement milestones. Not the ones while you're in retirement, but the ones marking your way to retirement. What do you need to cross off your list if you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s? Find out next on the Get Ready for the Future show. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. All across Arkansas, welcome in on another Saturday morning, the first Saturday in the month of October. All across the natural state, we are glad to have you with us for the next hour, talking retirement, money, your finances, your investments, as we do each and every week at this hour. My name is Scott Inman. Mark Osorio is to my left, John Shrewsbury to my right, and Janet Walker to his right. The gang is all here from beautiful Bryant, Arkansas. Gen Wealth with offices in West Little Rock, Hot Springs, Bryant, El Dorado, and the Shreveport, Bossier area i'm not done yet but you look like you want to talk no i was just waiting uh this this uh we have this little vibe going on in here today so if you're listening out there you may want to stick around the entire show the because show. You, yes. th- there is absolutely no telling what might be said on this show today there's a little goofiness maybe well maybe yeah, just, just a touch a little fun we're, well we're gonna have fun we always have fun but yeah. for some reason we do feel a little more fun today and it's unfortunate too because this is the second week if you think about it that all of our affiliates are not broadcasting our show because the Razorbacks are playing another 11 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. You know Imagine you're bad. That. Used to that, right? You know Imagine you're bad that. when you're playing yeah. at 11 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so right now, they're getting uh, they're, they're on the field right now, even as we speak. So. Yeah, well, you know, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, our show is recorded and you do the pregame on the Razorbacks, so people mm-hmm. could get Scott Inman on the Razorbacks and then turn over and get Scott Inman on the Get Ready for the Future show. He's and everywhere. then go back to the Razorbacks and get Scott Inman. That's, so it's kind of interesting. That's Double pretty trouble. wild. That's pretty wild, isn't it? <laughs> He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Yeah. So as in our open, we're talking milestones today, and and we talked a little bit about football already. When you think about inching your way towards something, that's that's kind of where the Razorbacks have been this year. Obviously, two weeks ago, who would have thought they would have played Texas A&M, or I guess three weeks ago now, that they would have played Texas A&M to within a touchdown, to have the ball with less than two minutes left with a chance to tie the game. You talk about strides in the course of this season. They have made some. And you know that they, I've been in the locker room before uh, under a previous coaching staff, but they, they all do it. They put goals up on those whiteboards that they want to reach. And they're very specific goals, usually yardage wise, usually things they want to accomplish on offense and defense. Number of tackles that an individual wants to get. Yeah. Yeah. So they obviously weren't reaching those goals early in the season. They're probably getting a lot closer now. And that's through hard work. That's through effort. That's through planning and going through their process. And it's much the same way when you're building towards retirement. Let me take a moment to stand up for the misaligned Razorbacks, uh, the maligned Razorbacks, and, and Coach Chad Morris. Uh, the one thing that I, I think is important, a uh, takeaway that you could look at that and draw over to your retirement, is they are always very optimistic that they're going to get where they want to go. There's mm-hmm. never been any time that the coach went, well, you know, this season's just shot. Just give it up. Just give it up and, and mm-hmm. we'll recruit our way out of this. And, you know, three or four years down the road, maybe we'll have something. No, he's on steady improvement time after time after time. And I think that's where you've got to have your mind when you think about your retirement. You may not be exactly where you want to be right now. You may not have accumulated all the money that you think you should or whatever the case may be, but you've always always got to have that optimistic outlook else you know you're probably not going to get there mark that's right and if you don't have goals or a red plan then you're in a really bad situation well you think about the Razorbacks in terms of this season being a microcosm of someone's retirement milestones their 2008 happened against North Texas oh yeah (laughs) and so when you talk about (laughs) staying optimistic and not letting something derail you I do often admire where they have come over the last couple of weeks just because they did not let that game 
define who they were going to be moving forward. And so there's much the same with staying invested and staying the course along the way. Oh, yeah. I I know, you know, John and I have talked about things early in our lives financially where we kind of felt derailed, Mm -hmm. frankly. But, you know, here we are and we're back on track and and doing fine. And and it's it's not like that never happened because, frankly, we had to grow a lot going through those financial storms early in life. It's frankly a good thing for us. It it built who we are. It made us who we are today. And I think about these these money milestones that we're going to look at today as you're going through your 20s and 30s and 40s preparing for retirement. And John and I actually have a, a road trip coming up uh, pretty soon. And, and I'm a road trip person. John, not so much. And so it's it's just we're just going to Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know, it's six hours. It's not that big of a deal. And he's like. Oh. If I'm in a car much more than three or four hours, I'm done. He's done. I'm He's done. done. That's just it. Yeah. I, you know, uh, that's why they build airplanes. You, they, you know, but you just can't get there from here with Nashville. You got to go to Atlanta or Dallas to get to Nashville, and that's just stupid. You spend so, more time in the plane than you do on, you know, on the road. So we're going to drive, yeah. and and most of the time when I'm driving to Tennessee, I, I'm driving to Knoxville, exit 380, and I know that because I've driven there so many times. I've got a lifelong friend who lives there, but what I find myself doing is like when you hit Jackson, it's mile marker 80. And Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm going 300 more miles, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm just kind of clicking along and we get to mile marker 200. I'm like, okay, 180 more miles. So I've got way more behind me than I've got left in front of me. And it's just this mental game of, all right, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're making progress. And I think that there's, there can be a parallel in our finances mm-hmm. of just kind of clicking off those milestones, if you will. But we don't we don't think about the destination. Like when I start that day, when I'm going to Knoxville, I'm going mile marker 380. That's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so all day long, that's going through my mind. We don't think that way in terms of retirement. We Because we're not thinking about the destination, we're not really focused on what we need to do along the way to get to that destination. And that's really yeah. what we want to talk about today. The well, process. You're talking yeah. about the process. And, and here's where the uh, analogy kind of breaks down a little bit when it comes to investing, because you mentioned, Scott, being defined by a setback like 2008 in your investing. But in reality, you know, folks that were in their 20s or 30s or even 40s, when 2008 hit, they really didn't understand or know it unless they understood dollar cost averaging. Mm -hmm. But that really was not a setback. That was actually an opportunity for them because all of a sudden, everything is a lot cheaper than it was six months or a year prior to that. And if they just stayed the course, just stayed on track, that opportunity actually gave them uh, a lot of bounty, uh, you know, as as you look at it today, because oh, yeah. now we're up almost 300% yeah. from the, the bottom of the market in 2008. So that was about 10 years ago. So I was in my 30s, so not my 20s. But I have that personal experience because when you talk about mile markers in your head, I can tell you the balance of my 401k at the bottom of the market in March of 2009. Yeah. It's a mile and, I, and I can tell you where it is now, or it's an IRA now, but I can tell you the balance yeah. and the account value now. So that is a good thing for me. I recognize what happened in my past, unlike people who were going to retire into 2008. Right. That's a different story. But when you talk about these retirement milestones or these money milestones, and we only got about a minute left in this first segment, but we're going to kind of tee it up and start by saying this. If you aren't hitting them, when we start throwing those out over the next hour, we don't want you to think that you're going to need to hit the speed, the the, uh, the accelerator <laughs> on your car, right, to reach yeah. that mile marker. You may need to do some things to catch up, but don't panic. Don't get pulled over by the state trooper. There are some things you can do to catch up, and we'll talk about those as well. But retirement milestones in your 20s, in your 30s, and in your 40s. So if you're in, your, in one of those decades today, you'll definitely want to be with us. And I might say, too, that even if you're in your 50s or 60s, even if you're in retirement, there's going to be some things you can catch here that you can apply to your own uh, financial situation or maybe your children or even your grandchildren. There are going to be some nuggets in here as well. So we're going to talk about those. We'll jump off with the 20s. Mark's going to talk a little bit about GWP when we come back can't do it now though mark because i've only got about 10 seconds you can't do it in 10 seconds can you not no really, okay no. all right well we'll take a break <laughs> the get ready for the future show just getting started on this saturday morning we hope you'll stay with us back in a moment you're listening to the get ready for the future show more where that came from after the break 
Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Oh, we had the end of a quarter recently here in the market. So we're going to talk about third quarter action on the S&P 500. And, and John, when you think about all that was going on on the global stage, there was tariff talk, there was trade tensions, there was fiscal distress in Turkey. It was remarkably a low volatility quarter, and it was uh, a remarkably successful quarter for the S&P 500. As, absolutely, Scott. 7.2% was the return on the S&P 500, and it was actually one of the least volatile quarters that we've seen in quite some time. But Scott, that is very typical of the stock market. Uh, years and years ago, one of the investment companies used to publish this chart, and it was this big mountain chart of, of a particular fund that they had, uh, you know were sponsoring, and it showed this long track record of growth and everything. And above each year of that track record of growth, it said there are always reasons not to invest. And there were all these world events that happened that were just at the time seemed like cataclysmic things like the Kennedy assassination and all this type of thing. But the market just kept on trudging upward, albeit with some volatility along the way in some spots. But that's really what's happened in 2018. We've had some volatility, that volatility calmed down in the third quarter, but we are on our way to, it looks like, a, a very good 2018 in terms of return. Certainly those things can temporarily disrupt markets, as you've alluded to, but it always comes back to the fundamentals, the economic fundamentals. That's what we're big believers of, and we use our partners at LPL uh, Research to back this up. So some numbers for you that, that should tell you that the third quarter uh, went up, and there may be reason to believe it's going to go up in the fourth quarter as well. The gross domestic product, John, the GDP growing at a 4.2 annualized pace yeah. in the second quarter. That's a huge number. And I don't think we probably should anticipate it staying that high, but GDP growth is very solid. Everybody that has bet against this economy has lost, I will tell you. And yeah. and and there are no negative outlooks out there that would show that, that any of this is going to end anytime soon. Now, when we talk about confidence, small business confidence in August reached its highest level since 1973, and consumer confidence is, is at an 18-year high. Now, one of the things we look at when it comes to is a recession looming is that over-index, but right now... We don't have an overconfidence, but we have a high confidence. Yeah, and you know, as I'm fond of saying, things are never as good or as bad as you think they are. And so we are in really good times right now, but they're just not going to last forever. And so here at GenWealth, we are preaching long-term caution, short-term, you know, let's get after it, but but long-term, let's be cautious about this. You know, when I say long-term, you know, the next 18 months, two years, uh, you want to be careful, especially if you're heading into retirement. Those are going to be times that if you are headed into retirement and we hit a recession, you could have what we call a timing risk issue with your retirement, and that could be devastating to you. But for right now, the economy looks like it's, it's doing pretty well. Don't... Uh, don't get out at this particular point in time on the basis of what we're talking about because you could miss some really good returns. But just a little further down the road, have some caution. One of the other things that was mentioned in this report, Scott, is the bond market had a challenging quarter, mm -hmm. and we still believe that bonds are a good diversifier in the event that we have a downturn in the market, and we still use bonds in our portfolios here at GenWealth. It is a perfect time to create a plan. If you're close to retirement, if you're five to 10 years out, getting that strategy in place to account for short-term growth, but of course, the potential that a bear market is looming somewhere down the line. That is a look at the fastest four minutes in investing. Stay with us. The Get Ready for the Future show continues next. 
retirement should be more. More than just investments, more about you, and more Get Ready for the Future show. Stay tuned for more. Got questions? We've got answers. Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question to get a response on the air from the Gen Wealth team. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Money milestones that you could be looking for on your way to retirement in the decade of your 20s, 30s, and 40s. That's the theme of today's Get Ready for the Future show. Before we dive back in, I do want to take a minute to mention our upcoming Gen Wealth Academy workshops. We've got two of them on the way. One is getting really close to happening, October 16th at 6.30 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. This is our Social Security workshop. And this is a very special workshop. It's going to be, we've done social security workshops before, John, but we have never had a, a the expertise, well, we've had the expertise on display, but not in-house expertise like we're going to have with this social security workshop. Absolutely. Stephanie Smith has agreed to come alongside the Gen Wealth team and uh, help us educate you about social security. So you may be asking, well, who is Stephanie Smith? Well, she is a 27-year veteran of an Arkansas social security office. So number one, she knows Arkansans. Yes. Number two, she knows social security. And those two combinations uh, or that combination, I guess I should say, is exactly why we have brought Stephanie on board with the Gen Wealth team to present this Social Security workshop coming up on October 16th at 630 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. And Janet, I know that Social Security is the most well-attended workshop that we yeah. do at any particular point in time. And there's a lot of folks approaching Social Security or need to know about claiming strategies in Social Security in the Garland County, Southwest Arkansas area. Yeah, I am always amazed at even when we put together a social security analysis for somebody, we get surprised from time to time. And we do this all the time. This is our area of expertise is retirement income planning. And yet, even with that experience and even using software, we get surprised from time to time of, oh, that's the best strategy for them. I had no idea. And so if you think about people who are doing this on a regular basis, get surprised by it, how much much more important is it for you as an individual, as a couple, to prepare for your Social Security income? You need to be knowledgeable about it. There are 86 different claiming strategies for Social Security. You need to understand more than you do now. So we would ask you to come and join us at that workshop just to come out and learn. It is fair to say the wrong claiming strategy could cost you tens of thousands, if yeah. not hundreds of thousands of yes. dollars, depending on how you how long you live in your retirement. So defining that claiming strategy, just part of the topics we're going to be talking about at the Social Security Workshop, October 16th, 6.30 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. If you want to attend, it's absolutely free, as every Gen Wealth Academy workshop always is, and education is our focus. We are not there to sell you anything. We want to educate you on Social Security, give you something you can take back and apply as you build towards retirement. Here's how to sign up. GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash events or call us at 501-653-7355. Space is limited and is starting to fill up, so we want you to go ahead and do that this weekend and get your space reserved. Also, the three big risks, that's coming to North Little Rock. October 23rd, 630, you'll see that at that same website address, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. The location is the Saddle Creek Wood-Fired Grill. We've done a few workshops there in the past. The three big risks, and John, you and I were talking uh, with some uh, potential clients just the other day, just this past week, about the three big risks. And I heard you say something that I, I've probably heard you say it before, but it stuck out in my mind just as I'm reading this and, and talking about the next workshop. You said this is these are three big risks that nobody talks about. They don't. They, they do not focus on these risks. Most of the focus on anything investment wise is rate of return and expenses. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That that's all anybody talks about. That's all anybody focuses on. And, and that's what the financial media talks about. Mm -hmm. Well, they are totally ignoring the three biggest risks that a retiree will face. And that is longevity or how long you will live. Will you outlive your money? Number one. Number two is timing risk, meaning, uh, you know, what timing do you have in, in, in terms of going into retirement? Like, what, are you retiring at a 2008 point where the market 
market's about to drop and you just don't know it. Yeah, or are I, you retiring into a good market? Are you lucky or unlucky with yeah. your timing? You know, the folks that were coming out of the recession in 2009, they were very lucky in terms of the time that they retired because that has boosted their portfolios if they've been invested in stocks. Now, over the next couple of years, we really don't know. This is the longest bull market in history, and we are in a situation where we think that the market maybe has another 12 to 18 months of, of go power left sure. in it, but there will eventually be a recession. And the timing of that recession as you plan your retirement is very critical. And so that's the second risk. And, and the, the third risk is that, you know, prices are going to go up as you get older. And as you get older, you have got to have a way of increasing your retirement income to keep pace with those rising prices. Those are the three big risks. And we're going to explore all of the aspects of that and how you can manage those three big risks at the three big risk workshop at the Saddle Creek Woodfire Grill uh, on October 23rd in North Little Rock at 630. So hear me, if you're listening today and you are retiring soon, there those are two great opportunities, one or both of those Gen Wealth Academy workshops, Social Security, October 16th, 630 at Embassy Suites in Hot Springs, or the Three Big Risk, October 23rd, 630 at Saddle Creek Woodfire Grill in North Little Rock, GetReadyForTheFuture.com to sign up. All right, so back to our money milestones this morning. This is really astounding. Only a third of employees, this is according to an article in Market Watch, only a third of employees in this country contribute to a 401k plan, and that's if their employers even offer such account. Only 14% actually do, according to U.S. Census Bureau researchers. The typical working age American couple only has $5,000 saved for retirement. That's what we're dealing with. Those are the stats. And I can sit here and tell you right now that it, when I was in my 20s, as we talk about milestones in your 20s, if I did not have access to a 401k plan, I don't know where I would be because yeah. they did make it easy for you. Now, they probably made it difficult in the way you were going to pick your investments inside of that 401k <laughs> because they just handed you basically a sign-up sheet and said, here you go. And I can remember having no knowledge of investing at 20, let's see, this would have been 1999. So let me do the quick math. I was 26 years old, almost 26 years old, a couple of months away. Had no investment experience at that point. And I just started looking at the names of the investments. And I saw one that said high yield fund, right? That sounds good. Man, everybody wants a high yield fund, right? I mean, I don't want a low yield fund. I didn't see those on the list, but I don't want a low yield fund. So I picked high yield fund as a majority of my allocation early on in my 401k plan, and I'm in my 20s. Now, what's a high-yield bond fund, John? Well, it's it's a bond fund. It is yeah, a debt instrument yep. as opposed to a growth instrument. And high-yield does have some aspects of good performance, but it also has a lot of risk. Mm -hmm. And it also is totally outside the equity Yep. area where traditionally, if you're in your 20s, that's where you'd want to invest. And and let me say, Scott, don't feel like the Lone Ranger because that was 1999. In 2018, people are still doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah. The 401k is a great tool, a great vehicle to get you to your retirement goals, but without help or without some understanding of what investments to choose that are appropriate for you to reach your goals, it, it can be problematic. Well, we have created a system or a, or a process, a program here at GenWealth that allows people to get access to financial advice. The use of a financial advisor, the relationship can be there for you. And I think that may be a little bit earth shattering to a lot of people too, because I think a lot of people believe that if I'm in my 20s and I don't have much money, I don't have any money, then there's really no way I can have access to a financial advisor. Well, we're just turning that whole idea on its ear because, number one, when you are in your 20s and in your 30s, that is the key time to plan. And so you definitely want to do that. But also, that is a key time to invest because of the time value of money. And Mark has uh, really uh, stepped into the Gen Wealth arena and taken over what we call the Guided Wealth Portfolios, the GWP program. And Mark, let's talk a little bit about how we make it easy for people to get involved in both the Guided Wealth Portfolios and in Gen Wealth Foundations, which is our planning process. 
Yes, John. So, uh, you know, you're talking about 401ks and the just the increase that uh, there's been in people participating in those. Well, they try to make it a lot easier for people by automatically enrolling them now. Uh, you know, and Scott was talking about whenever he started out, if he didn't have a 401k, you know, he doesn't know where he would have been. That was the same situation with me whenever I started out uh, in my first job, if I wouldn't have had that, and if the automatic enrollment wasn't there. I probably would not have saved at all for, yeah. for retirement, right? And so we want to take it up a step further, uh, you know, by introducing Guided Wealth Portfolios, uh, which is a managed digital investment platform with an advisor relationship, right? And so it's uh, designed for people that have uh, less money to invest, but want an advisor, uh, want a low-cost investing solution, uh, and are interested in a digital investment experience. So now let me ask you, if uh, if I've got a, a small amount of money, let's say I've got five or $6,000 in my 401k and I have changed jobs, obviously I've got some decisions to make. I could, could to move that money over into my new 401k plan if I wanted to. I could leave it in my old 401k or I could cash it out. Now, cash it out is one thing I think universally everybody says is a bad idea, especially yeah, in your 20s. Absolutely. But uh, you also have the option of rolling over that investment to an IRA. And let's talk a little bit about how that would work and and, and why you might want to look at, at guided wealth portfolios. Yeah. So, you know, we've found that this uh, this GWP uh, uh, products really caters to the needs of a lot of people today. Uh, and so they, they say, yes, you know, I want uh, that personal advice from somebody who knows uh, my finances uh, that I can meet with at my convenience, right? Uh, while taking advantage of low cost investing. So this is kind of a hybrid, if you will, of a digital experience uh, or an online investment investing platform and a human who is going to interact with you and actually give you some guidance as opposed to saying, okay, let me just open up an account online and throw it into the ether and, and say, okay, uh, well, whatever's happened is going to happen. You actually have a live human being being you to actually interact with. Yes. And the thing is that, you know, if you don't have that, that personal interaction with somebody that isn't helping you work towards a plan, then the truth is you're not going to have a very effective plan. So what if you don't have a 401k? We're going to get back to the GWP too as well. And we're also going to talk about Gen Wealth Foundations. If you don't have that 401k, don't let that stop you from saving for retirement. There are other investment accounts available to you specifically designed for retirement that you can take advantage of even if your employer doesn't offer an opportunity to invest in a 401k. We're going to talk about that, a little bit more about GWP and the Gen Wealth Foundations program next. Stick around. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after this. More straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money coming at you. We're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. Talking about money milestones, we spent a little time in the decade of your 20s, so we want to give you some very specific milestones to kind of measure by. And these are not all-encompassing rules, but they are certainly good milestones to try to strive for. It doesn't mean you can't get to retirement without it, but it is a good starting point. We talked about the 401k and getting money into that. Obviously, you want to contribute whatever it takes to get the company match. You don't want to leave money from your employer on the table and not put it into your 401k, get it invested, get it working for you. In your early 20s, a good measuring stick might be to start saving 10% of your income, 10% into that 401k. By 30, have the equivalent of your salary saved. Because obviously, a lot of the retirement income need you're going to have is going to be based on a percentage, if not 100%, of your current income when you get there. And obviously, we expect you to get raises over time, right? You don't expect to be making, when you're 55 or 60, what you're making in your 20s or 30s. But a good measuring stick, I think this is a good one. By 30 years old, if you have the equivalent of one year's salary built up in your 401k or other retirement vehicle, that's a good place a good place to measure a milestone. But what if you don't have, John, a, a 401k? There are a lot of people, I, I'm astounded by that number, that stat, only 14% of employers offer one. Now, I don't know if they're 
just talking about 401ks because there also are simple IRAs sure, right. and, and other opportunities that employers offer. But if you don't have a way through your job to put money back on a pre-tax basis, there are other ways. Absolutely. You can open an IRA account. And, and I think that, that most IRAs are funded these days by rollovers, not by yeah. initial contributions. And I think there needs to be a revival of the IRA because most people equate IRA with a bank instrument earning very low yield or something of that nature. And I think that the IRA is the best place for anybody to really start if they don't have a 401k or maybe a Roth IRA if they don't have a match or if they've already maxed out their match at work. And Mark, I think that, that, you know, one of the things that we talked, we touched on a little bit in the earlier segment, but I want to really emphasize this. The, the real sin of personal finance is when somebody's working at a job and maybe they have accumulated their salary in their 401k plan. And now they're going to change jobs. They're going to switch to another employer. And there's this window of opportunity that you look at that balance on your 401k statement and you go, wow, there's $30,000, $50,000 there. Hmm. What could I do with that? What? I, maybe I Can I cash that out? I don't mm. think I'll do that. Mm. Right? And, and so we've got to stop people from doing that because your 401k is not your piggy bank. That's right. And the, the astounding thing is that, you know, I've seen this several times in my career when people come to see us and, you know, they talk about this old 401k that they have and they show me a statement and there's been no activity in it for years, right? Uh, because they just left it there and they didn't know that, uh, that it can just go to cash and and just do nothing for them so that's that's in you know also cardinal sin i want to talk about how easy we've tried to make this for folks that are busy folks that that you know maybe don't have to have an in-depth financial plan the combination of guided wealth portfolios and gen wealth foundations really does make it very easy for them to get started absolutely so again you know when uh if you don't have a 401k and a Roth IRA or, you know, traditional IRAs is one of your best friends and you have a, a lot of options within those plans. But we also make it easy because, you know, the contributions that you make into them, they go uh, automatically to be invested into an allocation that is specific for you. All right. So if you want to try it out, uh, the analysis tool will actually run a report on your current holdings and provide you with recommendations and even project a retirement income results within minutes. So definitely want to check that out. So Mark, talk to me about schedules because one of the reasons that we have started using the GWP program is that people are just so busy, especially in their 20s. Maybe they got young kids or, or, you know, if people have just changed jobs, they may not even be able to take time off from work to go and deal with financial planning. So how is this program different with regard to that? Well, that's exactly what makes this program so great is that the convenience of being able to uh, to do it on your own time, right? So you can go onto our website, getreadyforthefuture.com and and check out Guided Wealth Portfolios and uh, to see uh, exactly how it works, uh, to see the uh, the analysis tool on your uh, on your own investments. You have this proposal that will be drawn up for you and available for 45 days. Uh, and again, it's something that you can do on your computer, on your own time, your lunch break. You can also feel free to give us a call, uh, you know, anytime, um, and and get more information on it. Uh, so without the the need to set up an appointment or anything like that, I think most people don't really get the fact that they could actually do this from their their desktop computer. If they have a webcam, we can actually do a web meeting with them and uh, talk about whatever issues they've got going on. We could be able to actually do the online investing. They could do all of this and never come to the Gen Wealth office. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's us technology just making it easy for us. If you'd like to learn more, 501-653-7355 is our main office number, 501-653-7355. You can also reach out via email, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. So let's talk about the decade of your 30s. 
A lot probably changes for a lot of folks. If you're out of college, you get that first job, maybe you do get started with a 401k. Maybe you have reached by 30 years old the equivalent of your salary in that account value in whatever retirement account you're using. And then you start having a family, you're buying a house, you got kids. It can be a derailing moment for you when it comes to your retirement savings because you feel like you need to spend more, right? Here comes a great thing to do. Get a budget together. And if you have a difficult time how to do that, figuring out how to do that. There are a lot of online tools. We have one, a budget sheet available that you can get just by emailing us. It's that same email address, info at getreadyforthefuture.com and ask for that budget sheet. We can get you working towards a budget because the one thing we don't want you to do is to stop or slow down your retirement savings because that's a milestone in your 30s. Keep contributing to retirement and also, guys, knock out debt. Uh, Scott, i I've got to say that that the number one thing that people have got to do in this period of time is to stay focused. Yes. There are so many distractions that come up. You mentioned having a kid, uh, buying a house. Or four of them. Or four of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, those of four us, kids, not four houses. Yes, four yes. kids. Four kids. Uh, and, and so you've got to stay focused on this particular goal and not allow some of these things to distract you. Now, that doesn't mean that you exclude thinking about your – house and your kids and your right. family and stuff like that. It just means that you stay on point on your goal. It is clearly the difference maker in retirement if you are able to stay focused. I think you've got to to help yourself determine what's important along the way in order to, to reach those long-term goals. We were having a conversation at the house the other night. We had a, a couple, young couple over and they were talking about, they don't have a car payment and they were just talking about, you know, a lot of people who do. And my, my 12-year-old daughter, Bethany, looked at them and went, I'm not allowed to have a car payment. And I mean, it was just out of the blue. And I thought, you know, I've never told her you're not allowed, like thou shalt not. It's just, we've talked about it so much that that has been her interpretation of it. I'm not allowed to ever have a car payment. And she kept going. She said, I'm also not allowed to ever have a credit card. And and she just, you know, kept talking about stuff that I, I thought, okay, she's listening. This yes. is a good thing. But it made me think about how many people go through life without that intentionality of I'm not going to have car payments. So it may be a little bit difficult for me. You know, I may drive an A to B car first, but I'm not going to have a car payment. And I may drive it a little bit longer than somebody else, but I'm not going to have a car payment. But what that will allow you to do is to put that money toward more important things. And that's the way we need to think about our money. We, we need to, on paper, on purpose, using a budget ahead of time, determine how we're going to use those dollars instead of just trying to keep up with the Joneses. Let's just make sure that everybody that is that is not so quick on the uptake knows what an A to B car is. Mark, do you know what an A to B car is? I believe it's one of those cars that will take you from one place to the other. <laughs> yeah, from yes. point, point A to point B. Point B. That's right. It yeah. won't do much more, but it'll get you there. Yeah. Gets the job done. That's, that's right. right. We hired the right guy here. He knows that's what an right. A to B car is. That's right. <laughs> Even uh, if that A to B is Nashville? Well, that's more like Z. <laughs> yeah, okay. So you need an A to B car and an A to Z car, right? Yes, but, yes. But, that, that but helps no you. payments for either one. That's right. But making that line item in your budget or making a line item be a retirement contribution is a great way to make sure that that's happening. On paper, on purpose is so much about what we're about. So here's a milestone for you. By 35 years old, have two times your salary saved. So we talked about by 30, having one time your salary saved, your salary may have changed too by the time it's 35. Yeah. Here, here's a great, here, here, by, by 35, what do you think about that that milestone? That's a, I mean, it's a great place to be. I don't know that a lot of people are there though. 35. No, I, yeah. many people are not. But and, and I know if I were not in this industry, I would be going, no, wait a minute. You said by 30, yes. one time my salary. And then you said by 35, two times. So yeah. like I probably had about 10 years to get to the first one and now I've got to double it and I've only got five years. That is the power of compound interest. So yes, some of those are coming from your contributions. Hopefully, as Scott indicated, hopefully you've gotten a raise over the years so you're making more money 
money. So that percentage means a larger dollar amount that's going in. And also you're getting a match. So it doesn't all have to come from you. But the main thing working for you to be able to hit that goal in a shorter period of time is that power of compound interest. And let me speak to that for just a second, because I think if you ever have gotten online and, and played with a compound interest calculator, you can really enlighten yourself on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the front end of your life is when the power of compound interest really does take hold. Plug in a lump sum of money at 20 and let it grow until 65 versus plugging that same lump sum of money in at 35 and letting it grow to 65. And, you know, if everybody really understood the math of that and how that actually works out, they would be doing whatever it takes to get that lump sum of money into their account as soon as they could. So compound interest could take over and actually help them toward getting to their goal a lot easier. It makes saving way easier oh, yeah. in the future if you've got that jump start at the beginning. Or even if you want to be uh, make it even easier, just get your calculator out on your phone and use the rule of 72. Yes. We've talked about that before, right? You can divide into 72 the, an assumed rate of return, let's say 6%, 7% over time. 72 divided by that number will give you the number of years it takes for that lump sum to double. And that really should get you excited and, and on target towards moving towards a goal. So by 35 years old, a good goal for you to have, a milestone to look at, is having two times your salary saved. We've talked about the decade of the 20s, the decade of your 30s. What if you're in your 40s? That's where we'll hang out next on the Get Ready for the Future show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay in touch with the Get Ready for the Future show during the week. Search Facebook for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors or follow us on Twitter at GenWealthFA. More straight talk about money after this break. If you aren't following us on social media, you're missing out. Check out behind-the-scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. Just search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us at Gen Wealth FA on Twitter. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you're hearing my voice today on the Get Ready for the Future show, chances are a Gen Wealth advisor has an office near you. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors with offices in West Little Rock, Bryant, Hot Springs, El Dorado, and shreveport Bossier City area. If you would like to connect with an advisor, you can dial this number, 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355. That is our main office line. That'll get you in touch with Anna Olive. She is our client introduction specialist, and she will set up that first appointment that is always complimentary. We never charge for that first consultation. It'll take a couple of hours of your time. It'll be a discussion about you, what your financial and retirement goals are, and how Gen Wealth can help build a relationship and a plan to achieve those goals. One more reminder before we run out of time this morning about our Gen Wealth Academy workshops. The Social Security Workshop is happening October 16th at 6.30 at the Embassy Suites in Hot Springs. And the three big risks. What are the three big risks to your retirement? And what are some strategies to attack those risks or to meet the challenge of those risks. That's October 23rd at 6.30 at the Saddle Creek Wood-Fired Grill in North Little Rock. It's free to attend either or both of those workshops. All you have to do is go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events and register there. You can also dial that number that I gave you, 501-653-7355. Both of the workshops, education-focused. All of our workshops are education-focused. We are not there to sell you anything. So feel free to come and just learn for that hour to an hour and a half at a Gen Wealth Academy workshop. And we hope you're learning today some retirement milestones, money milestones in your 20s, your 30s, and now your 40s. And this is we want to back up and get away from the investment talk for just a minute and talk about something that applies in your 30s or 40s. When you get that family, as we talk about, you're married, you have a family, you have a mortgage, maybe you do have uh, some other debt. This is an important time to start considering life insurance, too. We haven't talked about that yet. Let's talk about our philosophy of the application of life insurance. When you're young, you need a whole lot of it, and you need it really cheap. That's pretty much the philosophy yeah. that we have on life insurance, because what you have to understand about life insurance is life insurance doesn't protect your life. It protects your income. Yes. And when you think about your income, if you make $50,000 a year, 
then if you have a $500,000 policy, the simple math is that that $500,000 policy will replace your income to your family for about 10 years. That's right. But John, most people don't even have that much. The most common coverage amount we see is between two hundred or $250,000. And so when you think about that $50,000 a year in income, you're only talking about four or five years of income replacement. But we believe that people really aren't focused on income replacement. The reason most people get that amount of coverage is that they're thinking, hey, if I'm gone, my spouse will at least be able to pay off the mortgage and everything will be okay. Well, they'll be able to pay off the mortgage, but I'm not going to tell you that everything would be okay because your income probably contributes to more than the mortgage payment. And if that's the case, then if everything else still continues in terms of bills and expenses, then you don't want your standard of living for your family. You don't want that to change just because you're not there. So the best way we believe to take care of that is through term insurance, especially when you're, you're young in life and you need a significant amount of coverage, then then that is the most inexpensive way to go. Yeah, yeah. Term insurance basically just buys pure insurance and you get the biggest bang for your buck. And so the idea here is that you want to free up money. So don't dedicate a lot of money to right. life insurance. Get the coverage that you need without a doubt. Get as much insurance as you need, but get it as cheaply as you can and then take the savings, if you will, and put that toward your wealth accumulation program, primarily your retirement account, maybe kids' college education. All of those things, Scott, are just basic, sound, fundamental financial things that you need to be doing in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, Mm -hmm. either one. Yeah, you need to be freeing up cash flow so you can increase your retirement contributions. Here's a suggestion and a milestone to try to achieve in your early 40s, increase retirement account contributions. We told you in your 20s, a good rule of thumb would be 10% increasing in your early 40s to between 10 and 15. I would say get to 15 as fast as you can in your early 40s. And then by your late 40s, looking for additional income sources, a raise, a new job, and coupling that with cutting expenses. You know, I'm, I'm 45 years old. We actually have a, uh, this is backing up just a little bit, but in that three big risk presentation, there's a graphic, there's a uh, a study we reference, and it talks about late 40s, and it has 45 to 49. I'm like, wait a minute. 45 <laughs> is not late 40s. Actually, I'm in my, technically, yes. I'm in my mid-40s. 44, yes. 45, 46. That's mid-40s. But, I got you. Okay. Splitting hairs, I know. But by your late 40s, if you're 45 or, or higher, look for additional income sources, a raise, a new job, cutting expenses. I think that's normal for people to do. If you're, if you're like me and you're about to have kids start going to college, you're probably looking at additional uh, income uh, needs for helping them out if you're going to help them out a little bit. But also don't forget, because I think this is a vital time to not forget about your retirement as you're trying to help your children along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the thing here is we talked about the power of compound interest. I want to talk about the magic of cash flow management. Hmm. And cash flow management, I think, is is something that, that we're never taught in school. Uh, we, we're taught how to go get a job and make money, but not really how to manage right. the money that we get. And so the value of an advisor sitting down with someone in this time period is to sit and look at where you're spending money and make recommendations on ways that you may be able to free up money to re-channel that money or redirect that money toward the goals that you have. Yeah, absolutely. So think about, again, how much income would you need replaced if, if you're spouse didn't come home, how much of their income would you need to have? Or if you didn't come home, how much of your income would your spouse need to have? That's a very important question for you to answer. And then look at the coverage that you have in place or that you may need to have in place. And think about this in terms of if you were to walk into a financial advisor with a check from your life insurance proceeds, what are they going to do with it? Because again, it's not necessarily go and pay off the house. It may be wiser to make those house payments from the cash flow off of the investments and still be able to maintain the investments from the life insurance. So you really need to work with a financial advisor to help you even plan how much coverage needs to be in place. Here's another thing in your 40s, a lot of people don't think about is estate planning. Because they think yeah. that's something for people with obviously big estates. That's the first thing. Or I, older. I or older. It's, yeah. it's an age thing or it's a net worth thing. But when you have kids, 
what happens to those kids if both spouses pass away? And then how does the money management flow to them or whoever your beneficiaries are going to be after that happens? And there's a lot of reasons to have a trust in place at an earlier age. Yeah. So let's let's use my family as an example. Long before we built a big company in, at GenWealth or what have you, I had young kids and Debbie and I were actually getting on a plane together and leaving the kids uh, with family to go take a trip. And before we took that trip, yep. we had an estate plan in place. Now, it wasn't real fancy. We didn't have to worry about estate taxes. I mean, we were laughing about estate taxes. You know, yeah. right? that will never What's happen that? or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but what we did was we set up a will. We set up a trust and yeah. we set up uh, a couple of other things. One was a durable power of attorney that that allowed uh, Debbie to take care of things for me if something happened to me and, and, vice, and, versa. and vice versa. But the big important thing was we set up guardianship arrangements. Yep. Instead of the family debating about who gets the kids, we were able to say, okay, if, some, if we don't come back from this trip, the kids – Go to this to person. This couple. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so it, the value of that in your younger years is incredibly large when it comes to estate planning. I, I think it's funny that you guys did that when you were about to get on a plane together and go somewhere without the kids. My husband and I did the same thing at the, you know, for the exact same reason. We were taking a trip to Israel. The kids were not going. And when you take an international trip, especially, and you're doing that without the kids, you begin to go, uh, what if, you know, and, and I can't tell you how many clients I've talked to over the years that that was also their catalyst. So, you know, if you're not ready to do estate planning yet, just uh, take a trip, just you and your spouse on an airplane. Maybe you'll be ready to do your estate planning then. Another thing in your, yeah, another thing in your forties, I think is wise to think about too, is to start beginning to think about uh, tax diversification of your accounts as well. If you're putting a lot of money into your 401k, that's pre-tax, right? That money has not been taxed. It's going to be taxed when it comes out at ordinary income tax rates. If you qualify to contribute to a Roth IRA, you know that's going to be a tax-free income stream for you because you're going in with after-tax dollars, so it comes out tax-free. But taxable accounts, non-qualified accounts, are a good way to diversify uh, your tax taxable accounts, but also so I think it's important if you're thinking about retiring early, because if you're going to retire before 59 and a half, a lot of the rules that apply with the retirement accounts, you'll need some income from an account that's not going to penalize you if you take it out pre-59 and a half. Yeah, you can draw income from your 401k plan at 55, but it has to come directly from yeah. the 401k plan. Uh, the IRA magic number is 59 and a half. And we think about a bridge to 59 and a half. We think about a bridge to Social Security. Mm -hmm. uh, there are several bridges that we try to build in the retirement income planning space, but you need to have that 55 or whatever to 59 and a half uh, be non-qualified money or after-tax money, that money that you've already paid taxes on that you can tap into for income purposes to get you to that point where you can then tap into your qualified money without the 10% early withdrawal penalty. All right. So we talked about a lot of things today. A busy show on the Get Ready for the Future show today. We talked about a budget sheet you can get by emailing us information about the Gen Wealth Foundations program, or if you'd like to learn more about GWP, Guided Wealth Portfolios, anything you'd like to learn about, email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. We'll get that budget sheet out to you. We'll get you some information. And if you'd like to sit down with a Gen Wealth advisor, just call this number, 501-653-7355, 501-653-7355 to connect. That's all the time we have for this week's show. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. We'll